0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
1: Welcome to the Creator Spotlight, the interview portion of the Spotlight, right here on Fightful. I am Stephen Jensen. Normally joined by Jeremy Lambert. He couldn't make it today, but I wanted to make sure to do this interview today because we've been trying to make it happen for a while. It is me today with Trey Lamar, independent professional wrestler. You've seen him on AEW. You've seen him on Impact. He's all over the place. Trey, welcome to the show, man. How you doing?
2: I'm doing all right. Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, like I said just a second ago, we've uh, we've been talking about doing this one for a while, so I'm glad our, our schedules finally finally matched up and you you've been traveling right like you're traveling right now aren't you or you just you just traveled
2: yeah i actually i just got back in the early morning i had a show yesterday in canada for courage pro they just made their return
1: how did that show go oh
2: it was great i loved it there like yeah the locker room was great a lot of people i met for the first time so yeah it was it was really cool
1: nice well for uh for those who may be hearing from you for the first time here or maybe fans viewers who haven't heard you in an interview before um kind of before you got into wrestling as an actual wrestler like how far back do you go as a fan of all this and who are maybe some of your favorite wrestlers or matches
2: oh man as far as i can remember i i had to have been like three or four years old um i'd say one of my earliest memories and like favorite matches would have been Survivor Series 2002, the Elimination Chamber match. That's definitely up there for me. Um, so yeah, around that time, I'd say I was about five years old. I'd say yeah,
1: about five. So who, who are some of your favorite wrestlers? Maybe from even just that match, because I mean that match alone is stacked with just it's like all Hall of Famers.
2: Oh yeah, Shawn Michaels. That's 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 my guy. Um, that's my goat. So yeah, uh, Shawn Michaels. RVD, he was also in that match. Yep. Um John Cena, you know, The Rock, you know, those type of guys. Those are those are my guys back in the day. Jeff Hardy as well, for sure.
1: Nice. So so right around that time, also, like, were you getting into like TNA at all back then as a fan?
2: Yeah. Um, so like what got me into TNA was AJ Styles. Uh like I I I watched TNA basically for him. Um, the Motor City machine guns as well, I gotta put them up there, but yeah, AJ was my guy.
1: Yeah. There's some, some great wrestlers. Um, what's it like? Uh, I mean, I'll just, I'll probably bounce around a little bit, but what was it like, you know, considering you've, you've worked for impact a little bit, you've, you've appeared there and wrestled there. What's it like, you know, that you were a fan all the way back then seeing Motor City wrestling and seeing AJ Styles, then like you're on that brand.
2: Yeah. Uh, I was I was definitely dope and uh actually it's crazy because alex Shelley he played a big part in that um like he like he put my name out there uh as long like alongside lee moriarty uh Ben Carter at the time like he brought us into impact and got us our opportunity there so that was pretty cool uh and then like also <laughs> I had noticed uh it was genesis that that year twenty 2020, twenty 2020, uh, yeah it, it, yep it was, yeah this um, x cup i noticed that like i had hit the pele kick in that match and i'm like i like about a week later i noticed that, i was like dang i hit the pele kick the impact, and like yes. i remember when i was little that was like the coolest move ever to me right uh <laughs> from aj styles so i'm just like wow yeah it was really cool
1: Man, how how did you kind of form that relationship with uh with Alex Shelley for him to like even get to the point of vouching for you for Impact?
2: Um, so like it started uh, just being on a couple shows with him back in 2019. Uh, I wasn't wrestling him. I think he was like he he came like did some appearances and then he wrestled uh, Lee. And I remember uh, just picking his brain backstage and like we sort of just just formed a bond. Uh, especially because, like, one of my trainers was Johnny Gargano, and, like, he had a hand in, like, his, you know, career coming up. So, like, he, he wanted to take me under his wing as well. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much how that happened, and, like, we we'll just formed a relationship from there.
1: Well, and, you know, I was going to ask you about this. So it's a perfect transition. Um, training with Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae at the AIW Academy. What was that experience like? And I mean, I'm sure you gained invaluable, you know, knowledge over time, you know, with, with those trainers. But was there anything that you can maybe like, maybe tips of advice or just anything you can kind of speak to your time training with them? Because they're obviously two of the best.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, I learned a lot from the, from those two uh, at the time. So that was when Johnny had started getting his opportunity with uh, WWE um, he was just like doing appearances uh so he was he was still there but like he like every now and then he would have to dip out um so I got about seven months of training with him and then he had took off but yeah in that seven months period of time yeah I, I learned a lot from him and uh yeah he's a he's a really cool guy so let yeah, around
1: who, who were who were kind of some of the main trainers like while he was gone
2: so once he left uh him and Candace uh it, it went into Dominic Guarini. he took yeah. over the to school and, and yeah
1: the the bone collector I was gonna ask you about him because he's uh, a <laughs> him and Kevin too are both guys I've got to see live a lot because I, I lived in Nashville up until a couple years ago so I would see them a lot at like Southern underground pro shows and Q like runs those shows. And, um and those guys just, I, I think the world of those two dudes and I feel like they're kind of oh, right yeah. on the brink right now of like almost the in-between where it's like they've conquered the independent scene, they've done MLW. And it just feels like they're going to pop up something big. I feel like just brewing for those guys. And it has been for a while. um Can you speak a, a bit more about Dominic Green? Because he's a guy who, Like I said, he's he's like very much him and Ku. If you know, you know. Like they're they're they've been one of the best tag teams in the world for quite a while. But I feel like they're still kind of flying under the radar in like the grand scheme of things.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, Dom. Like like I said, when he had uh, he had took over the academy and like he handled that transition really well uh, from going like doing seminars uh, all over. And just uh, from the experience that he had grabbed from his couple years of wrestling time, he's, uh, he's very knowledgeable. Like, he has like, a deep understanding of uh, professional wrestling. And, yeah, that carries over into, you know, him and Koo. Like, Koo is the same way, you know, that's why they are one of the best acting uh, independent professional wrestling. So. <laughs>
1: so when when after you like kind of got your feet wet training and everything what were kind of your first experiences like as like a wrestler wrestling out in front of people that weren't other trainees or like your your trainers like out in front of like like a like a true audience
2: oh uh you said what was the experience like wrestling yeah, what it was like?
1: Like, like like was it wasn't it really nervous the first time you went out there like was the what was it a was it a big crowd with a really small crowd like how did it go for you
2: no, it was, so it was actually a really big crowd, like really big, because uh, like I was I was put into a match. Like I had one match prior to that, uh, which was a bar show, and like there was like all of the all of the AIW faithful people, like fan base there, and like I remember I was like really really nervous, um, especially because like I wasn't prepared to wrestle that day. I sort of just you know I was just there as a as a trainee, like tearing down the ring, you know all that stuff, and. Um, <clears throat> I just got the opportunity because uh, Ryan Kaplan appeared. I was like, hey, you want to wrestle Ryan Kaplan? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> but yeah, like, so I was really, really nervous that night. Um, but then, like, I had my official, official debut, uh, which was supposed to be my actual debut. I had uh, appeared with five other of the AEW trainees, and we all debuted at one time. And it was just like... Like, since we, like, gathered all of our, like, family and, like, sold as many tickets as we possibly could, it was a huge crowd that night. I don't know, like, I, I don't think I was really nervous that day. I, I felt very comfortable, I don't know, just, like, and really excited to be out there. It was, it was a great feeling, I still I'll never forget it for sure. That's awesome. I was, I, was, uh,
1: I was looking at like your cage match profile and I saw that Kaplan was the first match listed. And I was like, I wonder if that actually was like legit the first match, because cage match isn't always right. That's kind of a wild because that dude's nuts. Like he's obviously still in yeah. you know, AW Staple. So
2: Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, that was my uh like actual debut. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. That was a wild one.
1: How did uh how did you wind up linking up with uh, the big Starks brand and those people over there?
2: Uh so <clears throat> I had met Mouse uh, down there in the Kentucky, Indiana area. Uh, I started, like, I've seen some of his work, uh, like with Cole Radrick and Mance Warner, those two.
0: BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code Champion150. Then,
2: These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. I know, like, we're two of the first people I had seen, like, really taking pictures with him um, at the time. And I remember, like, like I had my debut at IWA Mid-South, and I knew he was going to be there, and I was really excited, you know, to take those pictures with him. I like, was a big fan of his work. And then, uh, so... Uh, I worked with him and then i don't know i just me and him like he's like one of the closest people i have in in all of wrestling like he's like the best friend of mine you know um so yeah it it was just it just happened naturally of course i'll just add it to the big stars brand as one of the core people
1: because i know like there's varying degrees of like getting in with that crew. It's like, it can be it can vary from like a really loyal friendship to like mouse just having extra knee pads and being like, yeah.
2: Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, you just make a tweet and you're, you're big star twin. <laughs> uh, like, I always, I always give mouse a hard time about that. It's like, I remember when I first uh met a couple of the people, people out there on the West coast, uh, out in Las Vegas, Sonico and, and Jordan Oasis. And, um, I didn't actually. I never met them before at the time, and I remember sitting there getting changed, and then they like, they had. I overheard them say BSB, and then like they put a sleeve on. Them. I'm like, what? <laughs> like we got BSB people out here too. It's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I always give Mouse a hard time on that. One.
1: Yeah, good people. I. I uh I met Mouse years ago at a Glory Pro show. Like I was just standing around and I saw him taking pictures kind of near me and we just started talking to each other. Next thing I know, he starts telling me about his daughter who's gonna start training wrestling soon and she's mm-hmm. a teenager and now I'm wearing a t-shirt as a matter of fact. And it's like, you know, it's it's wild. How how's it been like seeing being that close to kind of the BSB and seeing the the kind of the blow up of Billy Starks and like, you know, the kind of effects for her and everything being, you know, so so young but so good so just so quickly?
2: Oh yeah, um, it's great. I remember she used to take pictures for us. You know, like it was it's crazy. Beans photography was her her thing back then. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just really proud of her. Like and like how far she's come. Like so quickly. Uh, I remember a couple years ago, like it was it was in 2020, 2021, going into 2021. Uh, I remember like she was like her being bummed uh, that she wasn't on like a, a particular show. And like uh talking to me about it. And I remember just like I don't know, just just comforting her in that in that situation, just telling her like her time will come. And yeah, it's definitely came and like, yeah, since then she's blown up, she's out there. So yeah, I'm really proud of her for sure.
1: Absolutely. Well, you know, it sounds like she's heading to all the wrestling. That's obviously the big the big thing out there. I'm not really breaking yeah, yeah. any news, it's very public, like what's going on. But um you have you have appeared at AEW as well. How did that appearance uh, come about for you? What was that experience like?
2: Um, so at the time, uh, it was actually it was Cody Rhodes. He actually uh, gave me the opportunity. He had he had someone give me his phone number, and I texted him, and like we had a brief conversation, and he told me that he wanted to bring me on, give me an opportunity, and so yeah. Uh, they gave me the dates, and I wrestled the Blade. Uh, it was it was great. I I loved it. The uh, Blade, he's such a cool dude. That was actually the first time I had ever officially met him. So yeah, I was I was really excited to get to work with him that day, and yeah, very, it was fun.
1: Yeah, very cool. So I mean, you got I mean, you couldn't have a better person vouching for you back then for AEW than Cody Rhodes. So that's exactly. I mean, yeah. that's awesome. Do you do you that's currently do you, do you I mean I I don't want to assume anything one way or the other. Do you currently follow the WWE product like pretty closely? As a fan. Uh,
2: mainly NXT, I'd say. Uh, but like the as far as the main roster goes, yeah, uh, <laughs> Roman Reigns. That's 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 basically what I watch on the as far as the main roster goes. Okay, So that actually ties in
1: nicely with what I was going to ask you based on what you just said here. So do you think that it was the right move to have Roman Reigns beat Cody Rhodes in the WrestleMania main event or should Cody have won and they should just be having like the one title belt, not like the three title belts? Do you, like, what do you think as like a Roman Reigns guy?
2: Uh, I mean, like I thought, I thought it was a great idea, honestly, because like everybody was expect, even me, everybody was expecting Cody to, to pull that one out and then, and <laughs> having Roman go over, I'm like, okay, that was that was great. That was a nice little swerve you threw out there. Um, I mean, it would have been great, yeah, if, if Cody would have won. That would have been beautiful, a beautiful moment for him. But I did like the idea of Roman beating him that night. Yeah, that was dope. Gotcha. Nice little swerve. That was a
1: massive, massive swerve. I'm, I'm a big Cody guy, so I was like, I'm still devastated over it. I'm, like, bonding with strangers <laughs> over it. I was wearing a car, Cody Rhodes hoodie at the movie theater the other day, and the, the random dude working there was like, dude, WrestleMania, man. Like, I can't believe it. And I was like, I oh, know, dude, me either. I just, anyway but uh but that's cool you're one of the first like roman reigns people that i've talked to that was like yeah i like like it hell yeah good for roman so
2: big time yeah (laughs) i remember uh i'm i'm a huge roman reigns fan uh like mouse will tell you uh i remember we were on the road one day and uh rich and sue Sue young they were with us and i remember uh rich like we were just like we're just like chopping it up like having a good old conversation whatever and then like we started talking about NXT, and then that ended up going over into Roman Reigns somehow. And I remember as soon as I said Roman's name, like it clicked. Rich Swan's also a really big Roman Reigns fan, so like we we bought it over that. Like literally the last two hours of the car ride, man, I'm just talking nothing but Roman Reigns, watching Roman Reigns uh, promo videos and stuff. It was it was great. <laughs> it was that's, a great time. That's
1: awesome. Do you, do you do you do you pay pretty close attention to NXT
2: because you feel like that's somewhere you could potentially wind up like sooner than later? Um, I mainly watch it for uh, for friends like the, okay. when, when my friends are wrestling. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, like I was also always a NXT fan uh, since you know, 2015, 16 is when I like fully got into NXT. So yeah, uh, also. Just always been a fan of it, but yeah, sure,
1: gotcha. I mean, obviously, it's a great product, and around that time too, like Gargano would have been getting heavily involved in stuff, and yeah, it would have made yep. total sense. Um, but I'll, just for what it's worth, as like just a fan, like I think you would fit in great in NXT or really any of these companies. Like the talent, the talents there. Um, you know, speaking of, I, I've seen you live in Battle Slam. Uh, how, how have those sh- shows been like? Because that's like a that's a totally different type of pro wrestling show than like really anything else I attend.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, I love I love the vibe there. Like, it's 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 always a great time. The music that's playing is always like banger after banger after banger. I don't know. It just it just feels good to be there. Uh, everybody there, the locker room, the fans. Like, it's, it's always a great time wrestling in Atlanta. Um, I get to see some of my friends out there that I don't get to see too often. Uh, so, yeah, I love it out there for sure. That's cool. I, I, talk,
1: I talked to Baron after this past show for a minute and he was like, man, I promise we're going to start on time next, next show. We're starting we're start on time. And I was like, man, y'all never start on time. But I really hope you start on like the, the thing is, like the shows are always so good. But I know y'all has talent. It's probably the same way. We're like, I know guys like Richard King, like drive to Orlando afterwards. And they're probably like, man, I got to get home. I got to get home tonight.
2: No. So like I actually played a big part in the show. Uh, starting as late as it did that day. Oh, can you explain so, this?
1: Okay, thank you. I'll put the blame yeah, on Trey here, not on
2: there. <laughs> yeah, it was actually uh, a big part of it was my fault. So I was driving out there, which that's that's a 10-hour drive. Um, I should have flown. I should have. But, uh, yeah, I drove. And I drove at a – like, I started my drive at a, at a great time. I was supposed to get there about three hours early. But for some reason – like, I mean, I'm just, like, I'm coasting. And all, like I'm like I'm making great time. I'm coasting, and then uh, also just to stop for gas and stuff. Uh, I remember I was about two hours to so an hour and a half away, and Lee, he has, he calls me on the phone and like I'm like, this man hates talking on the phone. What like this this can't be good, you know? So I'm like I, I answer phone. I'm, like what what do you want, bro? What's up? He said, Hey, Baron told you to get get here right now. Like hurry up. And like, I was like, uh, whatever. I'm only an hour and a half away. I'm almost there. He tells me, he like, they just bust out laughing. And he tells me, yo, the show starts in 30 minutes. And I'm (laughs) like, bro, what? (laughs) Like, I, and so it turned out that I didn't, so I didn't read over the group message as well, like, you know, as well as I should have. Uh, I kind of just skimmed over and like was looking for times. And I had, uh, the time that I thought was uh, for call time was the time that they were opening doors. And like, so like that threw everything off and like, yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that was uh, a lot of that was on me. So I'm sorry about that.
1: Oh no, I, I'll, I'll get, I, I, I don't want to put that on Barrett. It's just funny because it's become like a tradition that the battle slam shows always start late and then it's like, Oh yeah. But, but, but this time it, we'll, we'll put it on Trey. It was a cool venue too. The, uh, it was the, I, what was that? What was the name of the mall? It was like the New Black Wall Street, I believe, is what they call it. And um, something like that. And it was uh yeah, it was really it was a really cool spot. And the way that they they tarped off like that whole back of it, I, I was walking around for a minute trying to find it, and I saw Alex Kane walking around in his uh in his in his singlet. And I was like, oh okay, wrestling is definitely here. So I just got to find yeah. out where where exactly this is going on. But it was a really fun show.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, and the presentation was dope too, like all the lighting and everything. Yeah, it was it was great, for sure.
1: Yeah, um, I wanted to ask you as well. I, I like kind of getting in the minds of, of wrestlers when it comes to this. If I if I remember to ask, but why do you choose the finishing moves that you choose? Like I know you do the Froggy Bow and the Brainbuster. Like what uh, what are the reasonings behind those moves?
2: So, I like lately I've just been doing the Brainbuster as my yeah. yes. and like I've always i've always been a fan of that move like i I don't know what it is like a a great brain buster oh man i love it uh so i mean i i just i don't know i just like i started using it uh as one of my bigger moves and like a couple of people that i know of uh like a couple friends of mine they started saying like that should be a finish that should be a finish because it looks like i'm just like totally murdering these these guys you know so um yeah i decided yeah i'll just go with it you know i I like the look of it and yeah i was Oh, no, it's
1: well with it. good. You get some air too. You kind of jump up with them too. That, that extra, that extra oomph on the way down. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: I take, I take pride in the brain busters, bro. Yes,
1: yeah. for sure, for sure. <laughs> hey, you can. I, I think that if, if you do it right, and you, you can get anything over. Like, like oh, Adam, yeah. like Adam Priest is out there beating people with DDTs all over the place. It's like, yeah, you can still make a DDT and finish a finished move. Hell yeah. There's people gotta stay down for it
2: exactly uh it's, it's all about how you how you build towards the move you know um you can do anything as a finish i remember uh earlier on in my career when i first started doing the pele, i was actually doing the pele as my finish you know it's just all about how you build towards it anything can be a finish you can do a roll-up as a finish of course you know for sure so,
1: yeah absolutely orange cassidy has that mousetrap pretty often where it's like you know there you go exactly
2: perfect, perfect example yep
1: um what are some of your favorite matches you've had so far throughout your career?
2: Ooh, I've been very fortunate uh, to wrestle like, all, the, all the athletes that I wrestle. So, I don't know, it's, it's kind of hard to pinpoint some. Um, I'd say Alex Shelley, for sure, is up there. Uh, Me and his singles match at AEW uh, in 2020. Yeah, early 2020, right before the pandemic. It was in February. Um... <laughs> remember me and Trey Miguel had a really fun one, also in 2020. Uh, that was at Black Label Pro at the show We Are Back in August, I believe, that year. Um, crap, there's just so many. I don't know. Like, Yeah, I've had a lot of fun ones for sure. I'd have to really think about that one.
1: It's okay. I'm putting you on the spot. It'd be tough for me, too, to have to do that. Um, I know a match you recently had that I'm sure you'll have – Really good, clear memories of right now because you just had it, and you got to team up with an absolute legend as well. um It was you, Isaiah Moore, and too Cold Scorpio taking on the Bang Bros and Jordan Oliver. Uh, what was it like teaming up with too Cold?
2: It was great. Two Cold is like he's dope, bro. Like that. So, like I've I've met him before, like in the locker rooms, but like never actually got the, uh, the chance to talk to him and everything. But um, I did this time. Like, of course, working with him, I got to talk to him a lot more. And also after the show, I I took him to the airport. And so like, you know, like he he was giving me some of his stories from Japan, back in his days and stuff. And it's like, yeah, this dude's dope. Like I yeah, he's he's a cool he's a cool dude for sure.
1: What what music do you listen to when you're on a car ride with you cold
2: Scorpio? Honestly, there was there was no music being played. I just uh, it was just us talking, just chopping it up. He's cool, bro. He's that a cool made- dude.
1: Absolute legend. That word gets thrown around a lot. Two Scorpio is an absolute legend, and he's Absolutely. still doing it. It's like the same level. Like he's still hitting all his stuff to the, to this day, hitting tumbleweeds and stuff. It's crazy.
2: Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: and you got the pinfall for for your team in that one too. That must have felt good.
2: Yes, sir. So uh, that was also another thing. Two was actually supposed to do it, uh, but he like uh, going into it, he was like, you know, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have you do it. Because, like, like, everybody's expecting, uh, you know, two colds on the show. You know, he's he's in the match, he's everybody's expecting for him to win, of course, him to get the pinball, But he was like, I mean, that does nothing for me, you know. And uh, he was like, I want you to do it. So I, I felt like that was that was cool of him, you know. I, I really, I really like that.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great story.
2: Good for two, yeah.
1: Um, and, uh, I, you know, everyone in that match, I'm a fan of, you know, Isaiah Moore and, uh, and one of your other teammates. And, of course, you know, the, the Bang Bros on the other side, another team that's, like, finally starting to break out. It feels like people are finally starting to, like, bring their names up, and you know, they've been good for a long time. And long one time. guy and one guy I really want your opinion on is Jordan All because he's someone who, every time I interview a wrestler, they're, like... Without even asking, I'll just say, like, who do you want to wrestle or, like, who do you get advice from or who do you see backstage that you kind of you know, get a good vibe from or whatever. Jordan Oliver's name always pops up. So I might as well just point blank like, ask, like, what are your thoughts on Jordan Oliver? I know you've wrestled him in singles, wrest- in singles matches as well.
2: Oh, yeah, a couple of times. Yeah, I, he's great to work with also. Like, I'll, I'll put that out there. Um, yeah, he's super chill. Uh, he's super professional. Uh, I mean, my, my man, he's, like – He's the only one in the locker room wearing suits and everything. Like, he's, like, super – you know, he's super professional, bro. Uh, he looks great. He got himself in incredible shape. You know, uh, every every show that I'm on with him, he's, he's putting on a crazy performance. You know, he's – yeah. He, yeah, he's great to be around for sure. Um, yeah, I got – all I got to say, I mean, he's just super professional. He's a super cool dude. Yeah, for sure. Cool.
1: Um do you have any, uh, any like match Well, I'm sure you have a ton of matches you haven't had yet, and, like dream opponents, but does is, is anyone come to mind, like, kind of in the immediate future of some people you think you could wrestle maybe in the next, like, few months? And then maybe some, like, bigger picture, like, long term, like maybe on, like, a mainstream show, like, some, like, really big dream opponents, you know, you'd have you know, for that as well.
2: Um, I know there are uh, a couple matches. Like, there's quite a few matches that I've never had on the indies, and I would love to. Um, there's Speedball, Mike Bailey, of course. Like, he's, like, he's up there. He's probably number one right now on the indies.
1: That could totally happen at Battle Slam, by the way. Y'all are there all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, honestly. yeah. yeah.
2: Um, let me see. I think about this all the time, but, like, I don't know why they're, they're not coming to mind right now. Have you wrestled uh, Gargano
1: one on one ever? Like, has there has there ever been a chance for that?
2: Nope. Uh, I remember when he had first got released by the WWE. Um, he had like we had uh, had a conversation, and like that was something that we were really hoping for. Uh, but then, like he yeah he didn't stay on the Indies as long as he was going to. You know he didn't actually wrestle on in the Indies at all. He's just kind of chilled. Um, but yeah, like that's that's definitely one of my top three dream matches like that like as far as people that are not on the indies right now uh and those would be johnny gargano finn Balor, and aj styles those three are matches that i need before i'm done wrestling for sure um
1: all all very possible and that's oh yeah i mean i mean they're all they're all in the same spot so i mean is that is that kind of i mean i mean i don't I don't want to like sit here and make you choose sides or anything. I mean, you're, you're a hot prospect free agent here, but like, I mean, is the end, is kind of the end goal of the dream to eventually be a part of the WWE.
2: Oh, that's, that's always been, been my goal. Like been my biggest uh, goal in wrestling is to get to the WWE. Um, and that's, I mean, that's where I became a professional wrestling fan is the WWE. I, I never knew anything about the Indies when I first started training. Uh, like I remember some of the conversations that, like, the early conversations I would, ha- I would have with Johnny is, like, how, do, how long does it take for me to get on SmackDown, you know? Um, so, right. yeah. Right. Uh, that's definitely the end goal, but I, I definitely want to do some traveling before I go there. You know, if possible. I really want to go to Japan. Um, that's, like, big-time goal of mine before WWE is Japan. Uh, I want to go to the UK, another one. Uh, but yeah, WWE is definitely the the goal for me for sure.
1: Very cool. One day.
2: Very,
1: yeah, I mean it's once again very very possible. How how old are you? Twenty six currently.
2: Yep, just turned twenty six. Just turned twenty six. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're getting old, bro. I'm getting old.
1: <laughs> no, man, I'm <laughs> I'm up there, dude. I did. I wish I was still twenty six. Trust me. Um, you got your whole you got your whole life and future and career ahead. Of you still had, hadn't had even gotten started yet, man. Um, it's exciting. I. Yeah, I noticed the, the Kiss T-shirt. Um, I, oh. I so so I'm I don't know much about Kiss beyond like the Dale Torborg Demon and WCW and that kind of stuff. Like I know of them, obviously I know some of their music, but very pro wrestling esque music, group, of course. Do um, you want to speak to Kiss and being a Kiss fan? I'm assuming you're a fan of you're their T-shirt. Uh,
2: so I'm actually not a fan of Kiss. I, I, <laughs> okay. I know, I know. I... Okay, called
1: out. Called no. out.
2: I, you put me you put me on the spot there <laughs> but um so i yeah i just seen the shirt and i thought it looked cool uh so i i got it you know i needed a workout shirt so picked it up uh, i'm like as far as music goes i'm mainly an r&b like a hip-hop and r&b guy uh some pop as well uh, but yeah I've name some favorite artists i'm not in I'm sorry,
1: you can name some favorite artists if I'm putting you on the spot oh with all these questions. Now you're gonna be like, oh, I can't think of my favorite rapper, but, but it's, it's
2: really uh, let's see. Um, okay, so Post Malone, mm-hmm. big fan, uh, Tory Lanes, um, let's see, Bryson Tiller, uh, gotta put my boy Trippy Red up there. He's also Canton, Ohio, mm-hmm. he's from here, so yeah. Represent out there. Um, Let me see. Some A little Dirk. He's up there. Uh, I don't know. There's so many to name, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I'm sort of just like just just picking them out, you know, as, as they come along. Go but to yeah. your
1: playlist yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, those, those are all those are good. Those are all good. I uh, my um. What what else do you do like outside of uh, outside of wrestling? Just like
2: you got any other hobbies or anything like that? Oh, uh, as of late, you know, uh, just working really honestly. Like I like I'll work out, but then other than that, other than the gym, it's just I have two jobs, you know. So I'm I'm working a lot of the time. Don't really have time for much at all. So that's. That's a grind. I mean,
1: and you're not the first person I've interviewed right here on the show that's got two jobs and is training and is traveling. I mean, that's a grind, man. It's it's really respectable, but the payoff is is spectacular once, you know. So I mean, I uh do, do you wanna would you have any like words of advice to cause now that you've been doing this, you know, for a little while now and you've got a name for yourself, your book kind of all over, like would you have any advice to someone like brand new to the, the, the world of wrestling? Maybe, maybe someone like you who's coming into it. They've they've seen they've seen Raw they've seen SmackDown they don't know what this indie world is like but like what kind what kind of advice would you have for them? I
2: would say uh, definitely stay humble at, at all times uh, be grateful for every opportunity that you get um, and like you know it's it's independent wrestling it's it's a grind like and like you you got to get on the road you have to travel uh, get your get yourself in front of you know, new faces and everything, and meet a lot of people. It's a lot of wrestling is who you know. You know, um, you can be one of the best wrestlers on the indies, but if you don't have anybody there to vouch for you, then you're going to be stuck in a bubble. You know what I mean? So uh, get yourself out there in front of as many faces as you can. Uh, when you get the opportunity, eventually, you know, kill it and be humble when you get those opportunities. You know, uh, it's like the the last thing you want to do is, is, is build an ego in this you know that's that's the worst so yeah stay humble at all times for sure
1: i like that i like that mindset a lot um normally we ask everyone we interview what their coolest thing in their room is but it's gonna be hard to do that because you're not in a room right now <laughs> um so in lieu of that i'll just ask um is there anything else that you want people to know about you just anything in general anything about yourself or any goals or just anything you want just people to know about trailer more that they might not know about oh
2: oh that's a that's a deep one um
1: you don't have to get too deep you can if you want to but
2: yeah uh, i don't know i'm honestly like now that i think about it, i'm pretty boring to be honest <laughs> like I, I i don't i don't do much outside of outside of wrestling outside of work and everything i'm pretty boring um yeah that would that would also require a lot of thought so you put me on the spot bro again
1: let me flip that a little bit on you when the lights turn on when your music hits what's that transformation like for you from going from someone who's very mild mannered very humble to like having to put on a show
2: oh that's that's gonna um <laughs> that's gonna raise some questions from a lot of people that are <laughs> a lot of people that know me that are that are watching this like mouse and her, like the the last thing somebody would describe me as is, is humble like when they when they get to know me I don't know like but it's it's all just me I like to talk a lot of a lot of stuff you know what I mean like it's it's just fun for me that's me playing around but I am very humble I will say you know if I had to say so myself um but yeah I started rambling say that question one more time
1: um what what's 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 the transformation like do you have to do anything to like like hype yourself up or like kind of turn from like the humble guy to like like, because I mean, being a wrestler, like you gotta make it about yourself to some degree, like because you want people to cheer for you, want you want to build a fan base, you want to stand out.
2: Absolutely. Um, for me, uh, I know before my matches, I always like the butterflies are going crazy. You know, that's something that uh, you never do get over. Uh, like as like you can have as, as much experience as you can. Uh, the butterflies never go away before the match. Uh, One thing that I do, like I have this like meditation uh, process that I do. So it's like you breathe in for six seconds, you hold your breath for two, and then you breathe out for eight. And then so like when I do that, like when you breathe out, like you're supposed to just like let yourself just like go completely calm, you know. And like you'll you'll see you'll notice that some of the muscles like they'll like relax. You don't you don't even know that that are like really tense, they'll relax, you know. Um, I do that, and then I'm like totally I'm good when I go out there. Like I'm loose and everything. I can just be myself. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's something that I, I do before every match. It helps out a lot.
1: I like that. So that was in for six seconds, six. hold for two, blow out for eight. Okay. I'm going to try that. You know, I deal with anxiety. A lot of the people that are watching this interview when it airs in the chat that are seeing this right now, a lot of a lot of us have anxiety. A lot of us get nervous. I think that, that breathe, breathing is super important. That's something I don't think about nearly enough. But if you can control your breath, that, that's a game changer. Oh,
2: well, for sure. Yeah. I, I I deal with anxiety too. Like I get, yeah, I get pretty anxious. Uh, so that, that really helps out a lot. I definitely do recommend it. Absolutely. For well, sure.
1: As we wrap up here, Trey, I appreciate all your time. Uh, and of course. Um, please let everyone know where to find you at, uh, your social media merch, we'll have links in the description of the video as well.
2: Okay. Uh, so you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Trey Lamar underscore. So that's T R E L A M A R underscore. Uh, and then Facebook at Trey Lamar. There you go. Once again, follow is. this
1: man, get tapped in, watch his matches, buy the merchandise. Um, Trey, thanks again need, for joining. I need guys.
2: to get merch. I need to get merch. Do <laughs> you me not have that, any merch at all? I haven't made any like any shirts. Like I've had a shirt design that I've been sitting on for literally two years now. I uh, never got it made. I haven't made any shirts since 2019, actually. So, Dude, yeah, I need to get on that.
1: Make new merch. Send me yeah. and and the people over here at Fightful the we we'll So make sure people know where to find it when you when you put it out there. You got to have merch. You got to have merch, Trey. I'll, hey, next time I see you at Battle Slam, if you have a T-shirt, I'll buy one for you, okay? I
2: appreciate that. Thank you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I do. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this uh, this Creator Spotlight interview with myself and Trey Lamar. I've been Steven Jensen. And uh, right back here on the show.
2: All
0: right. <laughs>